Hey, everyone. Welcome to a podcast that cuts through the noise and embraces authenticity in the event world. Here at Event Mavericks, we believe in keeping it real, laughing at ourselves, and tackling assumptions and finding the real path beyond the smoke and mirrors. We're not here to talk about trends and fads. No, this is for the Event Mavericks who are trying to get through the day and kick ass at their job. Whether you're navigating the intricacies of events, trying to keep your head above water, or simply wanting a dose of meaningful conversation, you're in the right place. Let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome back to Event Mavericks. This is Imprint Events Group Pulse on your day-to-day. In the events industry, or even just as a planner, I'm Rachel Fusco, joined by my ever-fabulous Sarah Kale. We'll get into her last name here in a second. (laughs) Join us as we start to unravel all sorts of event secrets, maybe things that keep you up at night, maybe things that have you go, hmm, and then all of a sudden you're up at three o'clock in the morning and you can't stop thinking. It's probably going to be one of those. Uh, As usual, we're going to always give you three objections with three solutions as we dig into today's topic, which is all about the bougie or <laughs> the budget. But before I dig in, Sarah, what do you, what do you, what would you like to say? It's not really my show. It's our show. <laughs> well, I would like to say happy belated birthday, Rachel. Oh, Yesterday was jerk. Rachel's birthday. It did was. You have a good, did you have a good time? It was nice. It was nice. I took as an adult, I uh, went ahead and took the day off of work. So my kid was at school. <laughs> and I could do things where uh, I found them enjoyable. In fact, at one point, he said to me, so silly. He said, uh, Mommy, where are you going to go today? I was like, Oh, me and your <laughs> Nana and grandma, we're all going to go out and we're going to do some fun things. He's like, Well, I want to do fun things. I'm like, Well, we're going to go to Ikea and do some shopping. He's like, That's boring. Never mind. He's like, Never mind. <laughs> totally. We're not going to totally. go to the trampoline park, Mom. <laughs> yes. He's like, He was thinking, He was like, What kind of cake do you want? Like, his, he was 100% seven years old. I was like, Well, I actually wasn't thinking about cake. I was thinking about sushi. But I mean, maybe we could do some cake. Did you guys get? sushi for lunch no we didn't actually we got in and out which is a treat for us Ooh, out here not that, a treat for good for everybody who's listening for sarah who's in vegas where they have them like mm-hmm. on every street corner but in Correct. colorado they're a little bit harder to come by i mean you can mm-hmm. find them you just are going to commit to at least a 45 minute drive <laughs> so there was one close enough to the ikea and i was like oh we're gonna go there it's which, you know, I had a budget during that time. So I was able to like, throw my, <laughs> for my shopping. Anywho. All right. Did you, well, get any, did you get anything good? No, I didn't get anything no. too, too crazy. I mean, just like little things here and there, but nothing drastic. And then I fed my side passion, which is horses. So I definitely went to a tax store. My mom and sister dropped me off. They're like, we're going to go to Target. I was like, for the time. <laughs> I would never. Well, then you don't have to rush. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I, yes. And I was yeah. like, this is no fun for them. Why would I, I mean, yeah. even though it's, it's quote unquote, like your day, you still want the people who are with you to have a good time. Yeah, of course. Of course. On some, and then right? you got to take your time. Yes. And I putzed yeah. around and I've been out of that world for a real long time. So anyways, but well, well good. I mean, that's you thanks fun. for asking. Yes, of course. <laughs> this is why she's super fabulous, everybody. She put me on the spot, made me talk about my birthday. So <laughs> you're old. And by the way, I don't know about anybody else, but I literally feel the same. Same, just a different day. <laughs> just a different day. Yeah, One year older. And wiser. <laughs> definitely wiser. Of course. Last week before my birthday. Um, okay, so I guess <laughs> we're going to dig in, guys. We're going to start these topics. Are you ready for, for it, Sarah? Budget. I love Oof. talking about budgets. I do too, oh, actually. Yeah. 
I do too. I think I actually like talking about budgets in our realm of work far uh-huh. more than my own budget. Like, yes. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to, Let's talk I'll, about your budget. <laughs> yeah, really. I love to talk about this. I think it's interesting having, it's always a thing. I don't know why it's a thing. I can't decide why budgets are such a thing. I know hmm. it's weird. Yeah. It's just like, so uh, speaking of that, and leading into it, our first topic or our first objection is, why is it taboo to talk mm-hmm. about your budget? Why is it as plan? And maybe not every planner is like this. And I think it's how I, I can't really decide. But why is it that it is weird or you don't want to reveal your full mm-hmm. budget, either to the vendor you're working with, the third party you're working with? I mean, even if it's just an aspect like your food and mm-hmm. beverage or whatever it is. Why don't you want to talk about your budget, Sarah? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Do you have this? Well, we've we'll talked about, oh, yeah, yeah. we've talked about this before. I mean, of course it's assumptions we're assuming, right? Yeah. And yeah, totally. we always wonder is, you know, it's just taboo to talk about money in general. Like people, I mean, I know people in their friend groups that like, they won't even talk about yeah. their salaries, you know? So, yeah. I mean, it's just like, hush, hush, you don't talk about money. Yeah. But we've talked about this when you withhold that information and you don't have full transparency your planner and your team can't advocate for you the best, right? So if we don't have the full number, we can't, you know, fight for what you want. And we've talked about this too. And is there some piece of a planner? And I can see this aspect of it. it. If it's not that taboo part of it, is it, you know, say your budget's 100K, in the back of my mind, I know I only want to spend 90, right? Like, is that what it is? Like, is it just knowing that I want to have a little bit of wiggle room? Like, what is it? Like, maybe that's just all it is. Maybe it's not anything more than that. I don't know. It's just, it's interesting to me. So it makes me think like, is it fear? Mm -hmm. Is it how we're trained as humans? I think Mm -hmm. money is such a weird thing. Like, I think a lot of us would like extra money left over, but ultimately we're just, I mean, if you save it, good for you, good for you. You're far better human than I am. I mean, savings, it's not that you shouldn't save it. And I think, Maybe coming from a company standpoint, mm-hmm. and I'm just tapping back into some of my memories, like even though I would get a budget, like $150,000 budget, here's your budget. Mm-hmm. Great. And if you guys don't always realize talking in round numbers is way easier to do high level math. So, yep. you know, you're given $150,000 and you think to yourself, well, I really only want to spend 140. So I'm just going to tell them 120. Mm-hmm. And to me, I'm like, why wouldn't you just tell them 140 and say, I'd like to save some money? Yeah. Well, and we've (laughs) talked about this too. Yeah. Because then what happens is you get the number and then you're, then you're going back and saying, oh, I got another 20. And then now you're starting the process over when you could have saved time if you just would have said 140 from the beginning. Right. Yeah. And I, and I get it. Cause I think you feel better. Like, oh my gosh, I saved the company $10,000, which is probably great. But depending on your company, I mean, there are companies that obviously you are going to have to come back and they're like, they're going to talk to you. I know we used to go through like a monthly finance meeting mm-hmm. where we would, we would have to accrue our budgets moving forward. And then yep. they would come to us and be like, hey, can you shave any dollars off your budget? Because we're looking for money. So yep. I actually get that, like why mm-hmm. you would want to make sure you have that for your company. But maybe in this case, like, is this in the end, if you're kind of going back and forth, Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it just be easier to maybe tell or share with whomever you're choosing to work with? Like, mm-hmm. hey, I got a budget of $140,000. Mm-hmm. I want you to know that I am looking for savings 
in this budget. So, I mean, go ahead, let's do budget at 140, but just know that I might do some cutbacks because I'm not sure what I want to save, but I know that innately I would like to save something. Like, is it wrong to say, like, why can't we say that? Why can't we just I think bring that that's up? A, I think that's a great way to approach it. And I think also a lot of it too, is we forget that in our industry, when you're doing events and a lot of times you're not working with the same vendors, it's new vendors. You don't necessarily know them or trust them yet. So I think a lot of it is like, I, I want to know that they're giving me the best bang for my buck. And so if I'm giving them the full number, are they doing that? So I think there's sure. a little bit of that there too. But I think if you go in with honesty, I think that's always the best way to approach it. So I think the way you just said it is perfect. If you yeah. just say, look, here's my number, but there may be cutbacks. So if you can just give me the best for my money, that's always the best approach. Right. So this objection was around why. Mm -hmm. Why is it taboo to talk about your budget? And I think in this case, the solution actually leans into feeling confident of whoever you're partnering with on mm -hmm. some level and be completely transparent and say, this is my budget. This is what I'd like to spend. And yes, of course, I'm going to look for some cost savings, but for now and be open in that dialogue because that gets into, quite frankly, then you are going to be spending more time spinning mm -hmm. your wheels, going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth because, because you chose not to share your budget. Exactly. Now the other vendor is trying to figure out, well, what is that budget? And now they're playing mm -hmm. this game, uh, this guessing game, which yep. is a massive waste of time. It's not, and it's not fun. No, nope. it's not on both, both sides. Nope, you get really frustrated. Sides. You start to think like the vendor doesn't get it. And the vendor's like, mm -hmm. I don't know what you're looking for. So I, I agree with you. Maybe I don't yep. get it, but I don't know what it is that you're looking for. Mm -hmm. So so again, the objection is don't like, why is it taboo to talk about your budget? Solution is it's not. Be, it's honest. not. Yeah. Be honest and know that you ultimately have the control. So I don't think there's anything wrong with sharing your real budget. Absolutely. I think that's, that would be the solution. So mm -hmm. now getting into objection number two, mm -hmm. do you really want to know what you're buying? <laughs> why is it shocking to know that you are paying for the company and their work? In the cost of the thing. Mm -hmm. So I think just to like lean into that a little bit, this could be kind of any of us, right? We're all consumers and we all buy things regularly. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you could buy your, I'm staring at my eggs, which for those who care, I do have chickens. And so I have eggs. And <laughs> um, anyways, out of that piece of it, there's, you know, you go to the grocery store, you buy the eggs are $5.99. Well, I can tell you from a person who, raises chickens and raises the eggs, $5.99 is a steal, I'll have you know, because uh -huh. the cost of feed and everything else, but it's all rolled into that price. So as consumers, we're not buying cars at cost. We're not buying gas at the cost Nothing. of petroleum. Nothing. Nothing's we're all cost. buying yeah. it at some sort of a markup on some level. Mm -hmm. The price to retail ultimately is mm -hmm. what a lot of distributors sell to you get the PTR and then from there you up you basically mark it up so that company who is selling it then can make a profit and pay for their overhead mm -hmm. so I think the big debate here is for us at imprint we prefer a transparent pricing model mm -hmm. where we're saying hey this is our value and that's what we're going to charge you for we're not going to charge you for something that we don't have and we don't like the chair. We're not going to charge you. We're just going to charge you the cost of the chair, but we're going to charge you all the work it took to identify the chair. Of course. Lock in the chair, contract it, move it, touch it, all the things, right? Mm -hmm. And I think it's fascinating when some planners see that. 
and they freak out and maybe it's just sticker shock. And Mm -hmm. so there might be a little bit of the ostrich effect in here Mm -hmm. where they want to stick their head in the sand and they don't actually really want to know how much everything costs. And so they're like, hey, as long as you're meeting my budget, I don't actually care, which is also fair. That's kind Mm -hmm. of Southwest is the same way, right? They don't nickel and dime you for every single little thing. You're paying one flat fare. You get your bags in, all the things, right? That's their fee, hard stuff. So I don't know, Sarah, on this topic, what do you, I just find this really interesting. It is fascinating. People say they want transparency. They don't always. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and I think it's, like you said, it's personal preference. Like that's me personally. I don't like the nickel and diming. Just give me what it is. And that's, and so I think it's important to ask your client, how do you prefer to see your pricing? Right. 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 Do you just want to see a total and here's all the things you're getting for it? Or do you want to see a line item? And I think it's important to not only your client, but I like to ask my clients during the discovery phase is your stakeholders. You're not the only person that's looking at the proposal. So do you know how your stakeholders prefer to see the pricing as well? Because there's been plenty of times where I presented a proposal and the client wanted to see it this way, but ultimately the decision maker preferred it this way. And had I known that I would have, you know, restructured the proposal that way, but everyone likes to see it differently. So it, you know, it is, and I, I personally can't stand the nickel and diming. Just tell me what it is. I've told you this example a million times. It's like, when you go to look at a model home, drives oh me bonkers. It's like, oh, this model home's 350000 Okay, this is affordable. This is great. And then you're like, gosh, this is beautiful. And when you're done, you're like, this is a great price point. And then if you actually ask the salesperson, hey, with all the upgrades, how much is this home actually? Oh, yeah. Well, there, how many up, the upgrades are actually, there's a million dollars in upgrades. So the house is actually $1.3 Great to know. <laughs> it's like, what? You know, so it's like, I I just prefer, again, it all comes down to honesty, transparency. Tell me what you want. Tell me how you want to see it. And that's what you'll get. Yep. I just think if you can have open conversations, it's always what it's about. It's, it's, don't be afraid. So for you planners out there, um, and actually for any vendor out there, I think having been a planner and having now I'm on the other side, on the agency Mm -hmm. side, I have zero problem talking about budget. Oh, absolutely. As a planner, I think I was one of those that got, you know, you would go online and you would see some of these items. You're like, Hi, why the actual F yeah. <laughs> is this linen $125 when on BB and BBJ or whatever they are, you know, yes. it's like half the cost. Yes. It's because the company is doing what they're supposed to be doing, mm-hmm. which is covering their costs. Yes. But it's funny to me that when planners are like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize. And I'm like, so I think it's good to just better understand out there for anybody who's listening for planners. Like you guys are going to, if you don't want to see a management fee. Yes. If you don't want to see that, if you don't want to see how hard the company is either working for you or whatever you're doing, and you would rather have those costs rolled into the thing, which is absolutely fine. Do not be shocked if they no. are marking things up by 50%. Yes. Or 30%. It's either, like, it's either gonna, a markup or it's a fee. It's somewhere because yes. you have to cover the overhead. You have to cover the people, the labor, everything. So, right, yep. right. And mm-hmm. I think in this case, too, so mainly one of this, so in this piece here, I think being on for us an imprint, imprint, I think we like to help our clients with in that weird and it is a weird conversation I think people are mm-hmm. shocked and then I'm like I don't know why you're shocked you didn't buy your car at cost like if you just yeah. bring it down to a consumer standpoint I think it's a little bit easier but I think then to your point Sarah where people start to lean into is like well that is not as much bang for my buck as I thought it mm-hmm. would be yep and that can be 
fair in Mm -hmm. a lot. That's totally fair. But I think that's where it comes into your supplier, your vendor, your agency, whoever is that's supporting you through your budget management of the thing that they're able to outline. That's personally why I would rather see the cost of the thing, because Mm -hmm. then as you go on, you're able to actually prioritize, well, where am I spending Mm -hmm. my most money? And the truth is a lot of times you are going to be paying the majority of your budget could potentially be to the partner because they're Mm -hmm. doing a heavy lift. So I think on all the things as it relates to like this particular topic, like don't be surprised if you Mm -hmm. see a markup or if they talk about a markup, of course they're marking it up. Everybody does. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, that's a a business. It is a business. Yeah, it is 100% a business. Mm -hmm. And so for the objection, right? It's like, do you really want to know what you're buying? I think the truth is, is like, just be aware, know what you're buying, know that you're buying the company in addition Mm -hmm. to the thing you are, Mm -hmm. they are a package deal, unless you want to do it on your own, which you're totally capable of doing. Mm-hmm. you're buying the company with the thing. And mm-hmm. so as long as you know that from a solution standpoint, the best thing to do would be then to outline your priority on how you want to see your spend. And then Sarah, a lot of great points that you brought up too. How does the final decision maker want to see the spend? Maybe it'll freak them out if they're like, who's this company that they're charging management for? Yep. Isn't that your job? Fair. Mm-hmm. Which, you, yep. you know what? In fairness, roll it all in, but at least you know. Yep, exactly. And at least you can then justify any cost to your budget because you know exactly what you're getting. So Mm -hmm. that would be the solution to that objection. And then rolling into that too, that was kind of rolls into a little bit of like, how can you spend your budget better? Mm -hmm. And that that's a little bit of like, we started to touch on in an objection too. And so this objection three is like, how can I spend my budget better? And obviously that's subjective. But then ultimately, I think what's going to happen is you're going to, you know, through this, like, how can I spend my budget better? That you're going to have to identify the priorities in that piece, right? It's going to be a conversation with your partner and really lean into how do I, you know, because a lot of times I think depending on your persona, people Mm -hmm. will come in and be like, oh my gosh, I, I have to see it like this or I have to see it like that. And then they get really, they're like, but I don't have enough money to do that. That's Mm -hmm. okay. Let's take a step back and help you identify your priority because Mm -hmm. it actually might not be what you think it is. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And your impact might be better represented over here Mm -hmm. as an opportunity for impact versus what you think it should be. I always find that Mm -hmm. conversation sort of interesting. Like even when just recently, um, somebody told us like, oh, I want to do flowers. I'm like, oh my God, I literally hate spending money. <laughs> we just talked about this. I love flowers. I know. Sarah's like, oh my gosh, I love flowers. I'm like, oh, yeah. what are we doing flowers? They're so expensive. And then ultimately, you know, you want to recycle them or plant them or do whatever, right? As like a, just to be like green. But mm-hmm. to me, I'm like, who's your audience? They don't care. Where should well, we- it, de- it depends on the it goal does. of the event. I'm yes. sorry. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> So even for me, my own personal preferences. <laughs> but we talk oh, about thing. this. It always, it always, you have to, it's so easy at events to get into like the pretty stuff, right? But yeah. we talk about this all the time. You have to stop and say, why are we having this event? 
What yeah. is it for? What? And Rachel's very good at this. She knows I talk about this all the time. She's good at getting into the nitty gritty, the questions, the why. She always says the why. I always make fun of her for any of you that any of you out there that watch uh, <laughs> True, True Detective. Detective Night Country. I call her Jody Foster because she always. You're not asking the right questions. What? Is, that's not the right question. But it is. You can <laughs> get question. lost in. Yeah, the wrong question. <laughs> If you're, if you're not asking the right questions, because you can get very lost in the pretty, the pretty aspects when, if your event is really focused on a product launch or a branding, then why are we focusing on flowers when we should be focusing on the branding aspect of it? It's really easy to get lost, uh, lost in those things. And if you pivot, then all of a sudden, oh, I do have the money for the things that matter. Right. And we don't even need flowers. Right. And I think it's also what you're comfortable with. Yes. Where are you, you know, and, and the truth is sometimes it's hard to think as a planner because, well, it's not hard. That's not fair. I think actually a lot of planners always do think about the why, but unfortunately mm-hmm. they may be servicing a client, whether you're corporate direct or third party or whatever that is, True. You're, service, you're servicing a client that maybe has always pushed back. Like, no, this is how, and you're like, are you sure though? Because I That's feel like true. this is so in fairness, just to give you, to give everyone credit. Like, I think we actually do all think that way, but I think sometimes we get pushed back or we true. get, t- we get sort of like stamped down on mm-hmm. nah, just refocus on this. And so then we lean back into the easier things, That's true. Um, which, and then a lot of times those, and truth be told the wow or the impact for every event is very different, right? And they mm-hmm. can very much just be, to your point, all the aesthetics. That's a really yep. big deal. Depending on who your audience is, it could be the aesthetics. That could be your wow impact. And then you really got to dig in and better understand mm-hmm. like, well, then where are the points of impact going to happen? Yes, within the event. Uh, yeah, Within the event, mm-hmm. if it's now aesthetics versus you know, a deeper messaging mm-hmm. impact where you want to maybe have that messaging resonate. Maybe it's a sales meeting or something. And so you're going to be looking for that impact in a different way. So mm-hmm. I think in this objection, it really just, again, how can I spend my my budget better? It's really being able to work with your partner, whoever your partner is, again, your agency, your supplier, whatever it is to help you identify, well, what are your priorities? And it's mm-hmm. actually okay too to be like, huh, I don't know. That's a great yep. question. I don't know what they should be. And then mm-hmm. work with them to dig into, well, why are you, what's the purpose? What are we digging? Mm-hmm. What are we trying to accomplish? And then when you focus on that, then you're always like, okay, now I kind of understand where I should be putting my money. True. And then you just make those decisions. So I would say for this episode, for all the budget talk that we just went through, hopefully mm-hmm. you guys gleaned a little bit in this, you know, talking a little bit about the taboo, talking about the little bit of awkward. I just still think it's really funny that people get really like weirded out by it. I was like, mm-hmm. this is not your personal finance. This is actually- no, it's, exactly. <laughs> not, the numbers, not asking the num- how you invest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the numbers are the best part though, on my end. I they think are. it's fun. It's like a little puzzle to put everything together and work, you know, subtract here, add here. And it's, it's no big deal. Yeah. I enjoy it. So yeah. To close out, you guys, are three objections where one, why is it taboo to talk about your budget? Two, do you really want to know what you're buying, right? Understanding that you're getting the company in addition to the thing on some level. And then three, how can you spend your money, your budget better? So taboo to talk about your budget, we're telling you right now is a solution. No, it is not. It's talk not. about your talk about your budget. Feel confident in your budget. Have open dialogue. If you hide things, no bueno. On two, really know what you're buying. I'm sure you guys think you get it or you understand on some level. Don't do the ostrich effect again. 
be very open to be like, holy cow. Okay. So now I know what I'm getting and I'm buying the company and the thing. So Mm -hmm. don't do the ostrich effect for objection number two. And then objection number three, how can I spend my budget better? Understand your priorities, work with your partner, work with, work with your agency or your supplier to, so they can help you identify those priorities. And then quite frankly, then objection one and two come into play super easy and they help you get through it better. So that is it, friends. That is our episode. Not a long one. Hopefully you enjoy it. We are always open, please, to comments, topics, anything yes. that you guys want to discuss. We're pulling in a lot of our own personal mm-hmm. experiences on what we deal with on a daily basis, basis, a little bit of our tenure. So we'd always love to hear all the new objections that you guys have, and then always looking to provide solutions. So thank you again, everyone for joining us on this episode. We truly appreciate it. Peace out. <laughs> <laughs>